Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me Daria Voodoo Pianova. So Daria Voodoo Pianova is the co-founder of Thought Leadership Academy. Her website is dariav.com. And uh, she actually runs this business with her spouse. So really exciting stuff. Daria, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jen. Yeah, I have to ask, um, since it is a new year, do you feel different from 2020 in any way? (laughs) I don't know. I I feel yes and no. Um, I took two weeks off really to stop and, you know, really reflect. I was um, in the yoga meditation place in the mountains. It was Mm. really like, you know, beautiful, beautiful surrounding. And I did feel that there is a shift, but I always have this excitement of, you know, coming back and, yeah. you know, the fresh things. But uh, in the same time, it just feels like it's also a continuation of what's before, which I think exciting, you know, when you can yeah. build on what you already have mm-hmm. and you can build on the beautiful things and, you know, meeting our, uh, our members again and meeting our team again. It's just so exciting to have that feeling of familiarity as well with so many yeah. things changing all the time in our world at the moment. So I kind of like that part, but I'm also excited about where we can go together this year. So that's what's more exciting for me. Yeah. I feel for me, I have like two feelings that kind of coexist, like excitedness as well as anxiousness. Um, Mainly because just like what you said, I feel like for me, 2021 is going to be building upon the good stuff I was fortunate to do in 2020. I know that a lot of people unfortunately lost a lot of opportunities and I think I felt guilty about that. So I was just like a workaholic. In, mm. in 2020. But anyway, fast forward to today, it's like, I'm just uh, excited. And again, like anxious at the same time, because it's like, um, I can build upon what I have, but I also don't, I still don't know what the future um, brings. Like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what's going to come ahead and, mm. and everything. But um, anyway, it's okay to acknowledge my feelings and take it as it is and just keep, <laughs> keep checking away. Yes. But also, I mean, we can also replace guilt with gratitude, you know, if we mm. take what we have, because a lot of Yes, a lot of people suffered last year. And in the same time, we can be of service. If you are showing up, and I know that you did an amazing work with this podcast and you're showing up for your audience and you're inspiring people who are maybe still in lockdown or maybe they're having a hard time and you just hear an inspiring story and you feel, wow, there are people out there who inspire me and I can you know, wake up in the morning and I can get up and running with uh, some more creative projects or do something good for myself. And that in itself is a service. So you are serving a big community of listeners and audience and members and you know your team and all that so you are um if you if you replace that guilt with gratitude and service you're gonna feel so good about yourself because you know you're you're, every day you're doing the best for yourself and for others so just yeah (laughs) daria you changed my life just now i just wrote that down (laughs) i was like guilt just replace reframe guilt with gratitude i'm gonna like you know my mom is has always been a good example of gratitude she she was a a widow unfortunately when we lost um my dad my my i mean we lost my dad and and she was a widow widow of kids like three kids under 11 years old at the time and so you know Mm -hmm. fast forward to today like i never when i look back at my mom's life like she just always kind of exuded gratitude like she was never like felt like she was down in her luck and so you Mm -hmm. know who am i to like you know like 
feel this guilt when really I should be modeling after her. So, so Dario, thank you. You like changed my life just now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm happy to, to share. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Daria, so, you know, we mentioned earlier that the company that you run is a thought leadership Academy. So for people that are hearing about hearing about your company for the first time, uh, what is it about and who do you love to serve? Yeah, so we have, uh, so me and my partner, we've been, as I mentioned uh, before we spoke, we've been a couple for 11 years and now we have been almost running for 10 years, this company, wow. nine, 10 years. And uh, we've been training entrepreneurs, um, really people who are, you know, having a message to share, having a knowledge to share, and they don't know how to do that. And why we started was because we had this, it came for ourselves, we had this moment where we had this small language school in South of France that we, mm. that we, we had for a couple of years. And my partner speaks 12 languages and I speak five. And wow. uh, he was invited to speak at TEDx and that had huge success. And a lot of people saw that, but we didn't know how to deal with it because mm. we had the method, we had the methodology and how to teach, like, you know, how to learn a language, how to really like unblock that belief that we cannot learn a second language or third language, etc. And, but we had no structure. We had no mm. structure. Like, how do you build a business when you have some, you know, expertise, not your secret recipe, I call it the secret recipe. Basically, we all have that. We have gone through something, we've done something in our life and that experience, someone else could really benefit from that. Mm. Um, and if we manage to kind of put that into a framework, a method, and we learn to package and, you know, deliver that and sell that to an audience that is really needing that, you know, you can help so many people with what you have gone through, what you learned. Um, because we were stuck with that, you know, not in being able to know how to do that. We, mm-hmm. Our life mission became how do we, one, do it for ourselves, and then how do we help others? Because we are yeah. not the only one. Yeah. And the business models that were, you know, taught in business schools, or we, have, we were having like lots of business coaches, and we went to lots of business fairs, and like just trying to find, like, can someone help us how to take our package, you know, take that knowledge and like yeah. kind of structure that and, you know, get it to the market. And we didn't find someone for two years. And I was starting to feel really frustrated. So when I kind of got that together and start to implement that for ourselves and for, you know, for our clients, I realized, oh, there's so many people who need that. You know, there's so many coaches, yeah. consultants, speakers, authors, you know, great, great people, great, great minds who just want to be out and serve and just want to help more people with what they have to offer, but they don't know how to create the business. They don't know how to structure their knowledge. They don't know how to, you know, create more leverage. So my mission became that. And I, that's what I do. So I help mostly coaches and consultants who are, you know, ready to serve, ready to impact lives, ready to step up and say, I want to do this, you know, hundred percent. I want to give more. I want to serve more. I want to be able to not burn out, not hustle myself. You know, I want to have that balance. Sustainability is one of our key messages in our company. It's really a mission that we have that you can help more people, but you can also have sustainable life. So we don't want them to work, you know, crazy hours. We want them to have more impact and more freedom. Yeah. I feel like um, there's uh, three words that stood out to me that all start with an S. You like to teach structure and sustainability for people who just want to serve. Um, yes. Amazing. <laughs> oh, I have goosebumps right now. Now I'm going to write it down. Yeah, there you go. See, we're all like, we're like exchanging uh, thoughts and brainstorming. I love that. Together. Yeah. And so- this is so funny because I love structure. My partner is the visionary. So if, I don't know if you're com- familiar with the rocket fuel. There's a book yes, about- I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep, and yep. I'm a pure integrator. So I'm all about the structure. I'm like, you know, I'm just like, okay, you need to do 
business is it's like a step-by-step process and he's like the visionary and see the big picture and always yeah. um, thinking bigger. So yeah, I love that. I hear, I hear you. My husband is very much the visionary and I'm very much the implementer. And uh, I think we found a good balance. Like I, I think that now he knows like he has a clear vision. He could actually like implement his vision. And so that's been kind of a long time running for us. But yeah, I mean, that's what I got from you. So I'll, I'll say it again in case you want to write that down. You know, it's like, I wrote it down. It's here. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Awesome. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, cool, Daria. So, you know, with the Thought Leadership Academy, I know that you, um, you know, just to kind of get into specifics, you provide a three-stage academy for coaches and consultants, you know, through the Thought Leadership Academy. Can you break that down for us? Like what, what are the three stages when, you know, these coaches and consultants uh, work with you? Absolutely. So the three stages is first profit mm. then time and then leverage and influence. Mm-hmm. And I'll explain what I mean by that. When you start... Um, when you have, well, it start, I will say when you are growing a coaching consulting business and, you know, and business where you're going to build around your knowledge, mm-hmm. um, the importance here is to start building a sustainability because if you are, you know, working part-time and you're doing that on the, on the side, or you don't have a team or you don't have like the support that you need, you cannot invest in training. You cannot invest in the systems that you need. Then you're always going to limit your impact and limit the time you can put into it. So for us, what's the most important in the beginning, the stage one is to help our clients and our members to get to a sustainable, let's say six, multiple six-figure business so they can actually do this, you know, really Mm. say that, okay, I can commit to this. I'm not doing this on the side. This is my full, full power mission. So they can Mm. hire one or two assistants or teams. They can, you know, really invest in whatever they need in the company that we help them to structure. Um, They can really get in that feeling of it's not about the money because I really believe mm. that if you come from a place of abundance and everybody comes from a different place when how much they need, you know, in the company, usually if you are at six, multiple six figures, you are going to be able to create a lot of, you know, good structure for your business. Mm-hmm. Um, when you don't you know, show up from a place of, I need to have these clients when you show up from abundance, you have another way of creating. And that's where we want to get them to. We want to get them to, for, away from thinking, I'm, I need the money to pay my rent. I need money for do this. I want them to think, I want to be out and serve and mm-hmm. I'm covered. I have what it takes yeah. to just focus on how can I help more people and how can I do this in a better way? That's why we focus really 100% on repackaging, restructuring sales, marketing, all that part, which is the more the business side yeah. in the stage one. When they have that, what happens is that, well, they know how to get there, but then the time, you know, mm. they have more people coming there, maybe have more members coming into their own programs, they have more things to do, and they might still not have a lot of, you know, support. Mm-hmm. Now we talked about how can you structure your time better? So you have started to create more automation, you create more, you know, mm-hmm. more support, you create more systems, more structure, then the systems come back. So it's yeah. all about getting them away from any task that is not in their zone of genius. Mm-hmm. Anything that is not their zone of genius should be taken care of by someone else. That's where we work on the time. Mm-hmm. And the third one is leverage. When we have, you know, them having sustainable business, they have the time that they need to focus on other stuff. They can focus on leverage because they can start to create new content. They create like can go on TEDx. They can mm. write a book. They can do stuff that they really want and they can be creative. They can take risks. They, they can play in the space of what they have created. So that's really a very fun place where they are stepping into 
what's the next level of myself, yeah, you know? Yeah. So they're stretching themselves. So that's how we work. Yeah, I really like that. So, you know, starting off with building that sustainability and structure early on, um, really just kind of cutting out the the busyness, I think, of a yes. business. Like you're not just like working in your business, like you establish that in the first stage so mm. that, you know, you could talk about how can I get more of my time back? How do I do that? And how can I automate more? How can I, you know, bring report more systems, et cetera, et cetera, like you said, so that you can get to that place of influence where you can kind of have fun. You can show up to speaking engagements. You can do more podcast yes. shows, um, you know, and you can kind of be the visionary that you are for your company and, and kind of be more forward thinking and see like, oh, how else we can expand. Yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of um, entrepreneurs tend to get stuck in working in their business, right? Like, it's just like yes. what you said, these people are really talented at what they do. However, they just don't have that structure to, you know, operate to the best that they can. So sometimes they're working, you know, the, you know, it's very common knowledge to hear business owners or entrepreneurs wearing a lot of hats, you know, in their business. Yes. And really what it sounds like what you're doing is you're, you're kind of taking away some of those hats or you're trying to delegate, yes. you know, some of those yes. hats or automate some of those hats. Yeah. And, uh, I think that's great because it, I think it's also very inspiring, um, you know, for entrepreneurs to know like, yeah, you don't have to be busy all the time to be, you know, to do what you love. Like you can <laughs> delegate some things and yes. they just need, they just need the direction for that and also when they come to you know even already in state in all stages they're starting to have much more fun because mm -hmm. what happens is that even let's say if they come in and they are making six figures or even like more than that sometimes they forgot why why they're doing what they're doing you know right. when they come in they're not having fun anymore they are not coaching or you know have running programs that are really challenging them or in the network with the right clients or they are not having the right team members there's so many ways that this can go wrong where you know on every stage they are not um focusing on how can I make this enjoyable where I, when I'm really aligned, where my values are, you know, my values are in everything I'm doing in any team member, in anything that I, I'm creating, I, you can feel it. And mm -hmm. when they find that again, when they find that spark and when they have this, you know, that energy that comes with it, it's, it's amazing. They get so inspiring. And so, you know, they're just shining. They have this, this, it's an, a next level power because when they are out and speaking, when they are out in and out and sharing their message, they're just so, so uh, alive. And yeah. that in itself is that one of the most core things that we work with that having that fun, having that, you know, celebration of what they have created, because it's so easy to get stuck in this, you know, I want more, I want to create more. Well, yeah. I have done this now I want more, but actually enjoying the process. That's one of the, you know, now, one of the beautiful things that we see that they're actually seeing that it doesn't have to be so serious. Mm -hmm. You can make impact. You can help more people. You can get better. And they are, you know, you can master your skills. You can become a better public speaker. You can be better at all this stuff. As a leader, team leader uh, in your programs, better coach. But it's all about how can you have fun doing it? How can yeah. you enjoy it? How can you do it in a way that is aligned with your personality? You know, yeah. all that is so important. That sounds so like exciting and hopeful. <laughs> Yes. I feel like you just kind of like rejuvenated me. Like I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, why am I doing what I'm doing? Oh yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. Sometimes you can just have your blinders on and you're just yeah. working or you're trying to put out a number of fires. And of course you're not going to have time to like, be like, wait, why am I in this again? <laughs> yes. And so when yes. you do, when you do take care of the initial stuff, the first two stages of, you know, sustainability yeah. slash structure, and then the time yeah. part, the uh, time stage, once you get to that third stage, it's like, oh, I can just, wow. Like, 
I actually appreciate like what I've built and, and I feel even more convicted or excited to keep doing what I'm doing. And that's, I think that's really when the fun um, starts, but again, also remembering that you can have fun along the journey as well. Like this is not just you owning a job, like, (laughs) like you're designing your life. Absolutely. And I want to just add one thing uh, that has to do with celebration. Mm -hmm. We train our members to celebrate each and like each milestone is a celebration because it's so easy to say, I'm have this goal. I'm not there yet. Mm -hmm. So why should I celebrate this? Like, you know, maybe they're having a sale. Well, yeah, well, it's, it's a small sale. Well, it doesn't matter. Every person who sign up to your programs, every person who commit to work with you and, you know, get, get your support or every team member, every interview, every moment you can share your mission. Yeah. It's amazing. And that celebration, it's something we train them in. Like we have dance going on every beginning of the class. <laughs> like our, we have music going on there, you know, oh we really anchor that in the body. And mm-hmm. it sounds like, you know, like, uh, well, that's not important. It is important because I want to come back to the mental health of, you know, mm. uh, leaders yeah. and how we are feeling about ourselves. We are beating ourselves up. Mm-hmm. We are doing so much and we are always beating ourselves up of like there's more to do. And so we also celebrate the leaders that we are working with, that they really remember how far they've come. And, you know, with celebration, we like we always think about it. We try, we come together when we can every four months for yeah. five days in the beautiful place where they mm-hmm. all meet together and they celebrate how far they've come. You know, it's about enjoying the journey as well, because you are, if you're on that mission, you're helping so many people. Don't forget about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautifully said. You know, I think for myself, um, and when I think about 2020 and like how much of a workaholic I was, I decided uh, for 2021 that I'm going to kind of take the last week off of every month to like not have normal meetings to just kind of sit back and, you know, kind of look, you kind of reflect on that month. And, and I used to not do that. I used to feel guilty about that. I used to think like, Oh no, I got to keep working. I got to keep working. And so I've decided, I was like, you know what, I'm going to celebrate because if I, if I get to that point in this year, like it's worth a celebration. I made it. Yes. <laughs> you know, even that's worth celebrating in itself. So I love how you incorporate that, you know, in oh, your, yes. in your academy, because it is so important. And like you said, leaders are so hard on themselves. And I just love how you uh, stress the importance of mental health because mental health does matter. And it does matter, yes. especially in our leaders that are, you know, leading their organizations or leading yes. their clients. It's Absolutely. so important. And again, I just, I love, I love that you stress that. Yeah, absolutely. And to come back to what you said about like working hard, they, we have people coming in and working really hard, but what we have to remember is that how does our brain work? The creative projects are coming in the gaps, mm. in the stillness. Mm. We can only get the lessons from what we, cre- what we actually are here to learn from the experience we've gone through if we create the gaps in our schedule to think about that and actually reflect on that, you know, uh, if you go out in the forest and go for a walk, that's why they started with, you know, walking meditation or they started with meetings and walking in the forest, you know, there's a, like a trend with that and, you know, being out and moving or changing environment or just, you know, doing meditation or doing some type of something completely different that you're not doing normally just so you can have that moment of, wow, okay, there are things happening in your mind where the experience and new knowledge coming together. And then you have Mm. this boom, like these creative projects, these creative ideas, those aha moments don't come 
when you are hustling. They never do that because you need to give your your brain some space. That's when you have these aha moments. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's so true. I think about times where I'm just completely unplugging and I'm finally like writing in my journal. Um, And then before you know it, I have this big epiphany. I was like, oh my gosh, I need to open up my laptop. Yes. (laughs) Like you said, you find find the creativity in the stillness. And and so that's very important. So uh, Daria, that's all good stuff. Oh my goodness. I just, I feel like we can keep going on here. Yes, absolutely. Um, Yeah. Uh, Well, one more thing, one other main question I want to ask you before uh, Mm -hmm. we wrap up here, Daria, is uh, just the fact that, you know, you've been in business for almost a decade now. I believe 2021 is going to be your uh, 10-year anniversary. And so I have to ask, what's your secret? (laughs) How how were you able to stand the test of time for this last decade? Um, I never asked myself the question. Like, there's no other way for me to do this. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm born entrepreneur. I love... (laughs) I, I mean, I mean, I worked for one company once. It was I was seventeen for four years. I was working for them, um, and it was a family business. And I had you know seven different small companies. But I learned from her, like from from my two bosses, that you know, well, do this is the goal, then do whatever it takes to get there. Like you know, mm-hmm. with some mentorship, it was really free. So I've never been. I never worked in a company where. I was not able to create and my creativity, Mm. that's what I really thrive for. And I think that entrepreneurship is about the long-term vision. Mm. One of the things that really helped us um, actually a couple of years ago, I think it was six years ago, we did a 10-year vision. Mm-hmm. And we sat down and we created our 10-year vision. Every year we revisit our 10-year vision. It takes mm-hmm. about one day or half day. If you type my name and 10-year vision, there's one version of mine mm-hmm. um, that you can do. You can just download it for free and do it yourself. And um, that is one of the most important things that ha- I have created. It's not a 10-year plan. It's really the feeling. I'm, I'm, I'm picturing my future, where I'm going to create for myself, how I want to live, my values, what really matters to me. And every day I work towards that. Mm, one one step closer to that and that for me has been really like that you know that feeling of I know where I'm going I know Mm. where I'm going on the long-term visions and actually Tony Robbins talks about that where they know uh, with the 10 years like you can create so much in 10 years and you know if you're only looking what you're going to create in one year it might seem like it's it's impossible but what we can create in 10 years it's not the way he says it but it's something like that I mean there's so much we can create in 10 years if you're starting to think a bit bigger and you just say, okay, that's my bigger vision. It doesn't matter if this project didn't work. It doesn't matter if that client didn't say yes. Or it doesn't matter if that, you know, I, I didn't do this well on, on, on a talk or whatever. It doesn't matter because mm-hmm. long-term, what I'm really caring about is this mission. You know, yeah. this is what I'm creating. Yeah. The way that I see it is like, you know, focus on setting the intention rather than let's say a goal. Cause I feel like nowadays goals yes. can be so disappointing, yeah. <laughs> but like, if you set that intention, it's like, it's it, like you said, it's like that bigger, that bigger long-term yeah. like dream idea. Um, it kind of doesn't matter what happens in between because you still have that long-term, you know, vision and, and, um, what have you in mind. So, um, yes. you know, Daria, I feel like we have just only scratched the surface. You are a wealth of wisdom and, um, I feel like I can keep keep uh, picking your brain, but I think this is a good opportunity for our listeners to, you know, check you out and look you up and, and be able to connect with you. So uh, before we get to that, uh, Daria, I just want to thank you again so much for joining us here on The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Oh, pleasure. It has been a true pleasure. 
Yeah. And uh, once again, to our listeners, this is Daria Vudupianova. She is the co-founder of Thought Leadership Academy, and you can learn more about her and her academy at dariav.com. That's spelled D-A-R-I-A-V.com. Thank you all so much for joining us, and we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.